0: I'm Elena. I'm Grant. And this is Sex Archie. So sit right back and you'll hear a tale, a tale of a fateful trip.
1: That's right. We're a Riverdale recap podcast.
0: Oh my goodness. It took 85 episodes. <laughs> 85 regular episodes, not even counting all the others!
1: This is my gift to you on this day!
0: And we are here to talk about Chapter 86, The Pincushion Man, by Chrissy Maroon, directed by Gabriel Coria. And we start, uh, it's cleaning time in Pops, Uh, Duran Duran is playing, and the two staff members are bonding over their shared love of them boys.
1: Jughead is all like, Oh, man, this is my favorite. And he starts like dancing and Tabitha is like singing along. And the next thing we know, they're dancing together. And it's adorable.
0: There's and- a dip. There's a smooch. He, he tastes her juices like wine.
1: Seriously, cutest fucking shit ever. But then they just gotta ruin it by being like all awkward and stuff about, like, Mm -hmm, oh, mm -hmm. sorry, like, I should go. No, I should go. I gotta, like, teach tomorrow. Gotta get to those damn kids.
0: Those damn kids.
1: He's definitely a teacher now. That's definitely what teachers (laughs) say. Those damn kids. I preferred like those little fucking babies, but you know, Mm -hmm, damn mm -hmm. kids works too.
0: You couldn't say that in front of your boss though.
1: But she's not the school boss. (laughs) She's just the (laughs) restaurant boss. You can totally call them like the fucking monsters and she'd think it's funny. Because you know what? She works in the restaurant industry. She definitely knows that children are fucking monsters.
0: Meanwhile, Glenn and Betty are uh, commiserating over the case and such.
1: They're having a meal. And he's all like really interested in meeting her family in a super creepy way.
0: Dude, you know who's missing, right? Uh, maybe you shouldn't be bringing up the family right now.
1: He's like, oh yeah, I should meet them. And she's like, well, my family right now is my mom who's worried about my missing, possibly dead sister. And you know, your
0: job, your fucking job.
1: I uh, don't. Don't really know. But then they talk a bit about the the case and how uh you know she's asked Jughead to to meet up with them tomorrow and he's all like, well, it's official FBI case now. No, no Jughead's, Jughead's allowed. allowed. Mm. So rude. So rude. Don't you hate on my Jughead, you jealous little boy.
0: He solved a lot of crimes, I think.
1: Who are you gonna call? Jughead and Betty. <laughs> You're not going to call the FBI. You're not going to call the sheriff. You're not going to call the police because, you know, what? we don't have police. We just have the sheriff.
0: Again, only one sheriff for 35,000 people. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: You know. Uh, we, we learned some more facts <gasps> about the case. Oh! Like that the lonely highway is 200 miles long.
1: 200 fucking miles! We need to pull up a map right now and see how far.
0: But there's a whole crew on this case. There are 20 agents uh, splitting oh, the, the lonely highway oh, up.
1: Oh, no. There were 10. Oh. There were 10 agents okay. 10 for 200 a- miles.
0: Each agent takes 20 miles. In my, I, I guess I had it backwards. 20 agents taking 10 miles each. No, no, no. No, no. So the Lonely Highway would go from Riverdale all the way to Syracuse as the crow flies, which yes. is not what highways actually do, sure, but still.
1: Still. Still.
0: Basically, a 200-mile radius, the Lonely Highway could get you almost anywhere in the state of New York.
1: And there's 10 people looking across it.
0: Perhaps the Lonely Highway goes east. You could get all the way to Boston from Riverdale in 200 miles. I need to know which direction the Lonely Highway runs. That's my next question. I
1: I need to know. I need to know. Based on how we always thought Riverdale was upstate New York, it's got to be north. It has to go north.
0: Okay. So if you go 200 miles straight north of Riverdale, you get around Lake George.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or, or North Creek. Or North Creek. <laughs> yeah.
0: There's a lot of maps involved in our episodes these days.
1: Close to the West Canada Lake Wilderness.
0: We're north of where Vermont exists. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Uh, Glenn uh starts talking a bit more about how you know you know they're searching the lonely highway, but Betty can't join them because he needs her help in Riverdale because mm-hmm. he wants to look more into her father because you know all these remains they're finding finding you know date back to when he was an active murderer she's Mm -hmm. like well they also date back you know he's been dead so that's kind of a problem he's like well you know maybe he wasn't the only killer
0: yeah maybe there were a a, bunch of them a whole cadre of killers that all share the same mo you know how serial killers are They, they they like to share those
1: yeah yeah Betty's very confused by this. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, uh, over at the school, uh, it is going to be parent-teacher night. Yes. And so uh, Waldo is having a good chat with Kevin and Archie about it. His
0: most reliable boys.
1: <laughs> and he's like, I know it, it's always nerve-wracking, but like, you two need to do the tour. And that's when Kevin tells us, oh, yes, because Tony is on maternity leave and bed rest right now for the <laughs> baby.
0: That baby you care so much about, Kevin.
1: <laughs> we. In this entire episode, we do not address anything to do with Kevin and Fangs's and everything story there. Nothing.
0: We get about three episodes worth of other shit, though, so I can let it slide.
1: <laughs> I guess there should have been one line, something. Maybe someone asking him, like, hey, how's that going? And him being like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> something. But no.
0: Instead, we catch up with Veronica, who is a- a setting up shop. In her shop. And Smithers!
1: Smithers appears. And he he brings uh, a big envelope that has been sent by Mr. Gecko. Fuck that name. Shit. Veronica's very happy because she thinks it's her divorce papers. But it's not. What it actually is is some blackmail.
0: We don't yet know what uh, is in that envelope. But we know it's not anything that makes Veronica happy. Because she
1: just wants him to sign those damn papers.
0: You were married for a year. It might as well be an annulment. Come on.
1: Cheryl and uh,
0: Minerva Marble,
1: they are frolicking through the maple grove.
0: They're about to tap some trees and also one another. <laughs> Cheryl says, time to harvest our sweet, sweet sap. I would describe Archie as a sweet, sweet sap.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I guess this means it's spring?
0: No, it's fall. It's fall. Yes. Because
1: they do it wrong.
0: It's fall. Yes. It's It's high school football season. It all lines up. Since when does
1: it all line up?
0: <laughs> Since now, in Riverdale, they tap trees in the fall.
1: So Cheryl goes to pull one of her uh, maple buckets to, you know, look at the sweet, sweet sap.
0: But it's empty. It's stone dry. And she turns to the camera and says, I'm shooketh. She
1: she rushes to, to Nana Rose about this. And Nana's just like, it's your fucking fault. <laughs> you aren't meant to be happy. You're <laughs> cursed. We need to pray for deliverance. <laughs> Uh, I should have done that in Nana's voice.
0: Well, it was a direct quote, after all.
1: Yeah, I didn't, you know.
0: You are not meant to be happy. Pray for deliverance, child.
1: Ugh. Jug gets a call from uh, Sam.
0: Sam, the agent, who is actually really good at his job, it seems.
1: Uh, Because he has gotten uh, Pop Culture Weekly interested in publishing an excerpt from Jughead's book, and that's a spot that they normally give to Stephen King.
0: Like, yeah, this book that he uh, uh, wasn't sure he could even sell, he is selling and selling well. Good job, Sam. Yeah. MVP. And
1: so he, you know, gives Jug a pep talk by being like, be more like Stephen King. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Come on. Come on. Come on. Be like Steve.
1: Uh, So meanwhile, Hiram and Reggie. Hiram (laughs) is pretty pissed. You know, he's very like, you betrayed me at the football game, Reginald. (laughs) This football game sparked some life into the former town of Riverdale.
0: You can feel its broken spirit rebuilding.
1: Uh, And so Reggie wants to know how to redeem himself.
0: Hiram Lodge is basically like Dr. Claw or (laughs) or Cobra Commander. He
1: needs a cat.
0: Skeletor. You know, he's in that vein of of knowing evil.
1: He needs a cat to stroke while he's evil.
0: (laughs) He doesn't have goals. And actually, that's not true. We're about to learn some of his concrete (laughs) goals. But up until that point, it seems like he he just wants suffering for suffering's sake.
1: Yeah, yeah. What we find out. There is totally a thing going on with Hiram in the jail and the maple trees. Yes. And there's a whole thing.
0: It's a whole thing. What's the thing?
1: I totally wrote
0: it down. There is a palladium deposit beneath Riverdale, and he has been mining out some uh, ore beneath the the jail this whole time, Uh, but those deposits are tapped. He needs to hit the main vein, which is beneath the maple grove. That's why he wants that land so bad. So
1: he orders Reggie to get him those groves.
0: So he can mine palladium. He wants to play riffs. He wants to play riffs. It's basically all they publish.
1: I guess that's kind of a prediction we had. I mean, we did not specifically that.
0: I feel like it's really not.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, we were like, oh, oh, shit with his jail. I mean, we thought it was like drugs.
0: It was drugs for a while.
1: But we thought like the jail and the maple and stuff was all like, oh, there's some other drug thing going on here. No, it was palladium. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But like, we were in the vague area.
0: Palladium, an actual metal? Yes. (laughs) I might have asked
1: if it was... Mostly because I just wanted it to be a really made-up thing. I wanted this to be the new Jingle Jangle, but of metal.
0: Its primary use is in catalytic converters. Uh, It's also used in fuel cells. Oh, that's why those
1: get stolen all the fucking time Mm -hmm, in Chicago. mm
0: -hmm. Dental implants, electronics. uh, uh, Its most notable unique characteristic is how well it absorbs hydrogen, which, again, is why it's uh, used in fuel cells.
1: Uh, So, meanwhile, over at the Andrews slash sometimes jones household
0: when he's home the dude has two jobs and one of them's 24 hours well archie Three has jobs.
1: five so like what if so uh general taylor shows up
0: mm-hmm.
1: who is uh there To uh, let Archie know that he has nominated him for the Silver Eagle Medal, which is not real.
0: Unlike Palladium, the Silver Eagle Medal does not exist.
1: So he is nominating Archie for this for his last mission. And Archie's like, that mission was a disaster. Ten people died.
0: (laughs) The only survivors were him and and Action Jackson. And
1: you know why? Because Archie carried Jackson 14 miles on his back.
0: (laughs) That's why he's starting a firehouse. He's already so good at the fireman's carry. He has experience.
1: So Archie's like, I I don't want it. And (laughs) General Taylor's like, well, you're going to get it.
0: Meanwhile, brief me on how your recruitment efforts are going. Oh
1: my God, we're not even going to pretend like this is just a club. (laughs) We're actively recruiting
0: children to war. Yeah, that's how you have an army.
1: I know, but they could at least pretend like they're not just doing that. They
0: will when they're in public.
1: So uh, over at Pops,
0: Mm -hmm. uh,
1: Jughead is trying to write, but he's definitely got some writer's block going on. Mm -hmm. So he slams his laptop shut and says, screw you, Stephen King. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I can't imagine anybody would want to. Have you seen how he writes a sex scene? I'm not sure he's ever actually had sex. (laughs) Not good sex, I tell you that.
1: <laughs> okay, I've never read Stephen King. I've only like seen various miniseries and movies of it
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: in my small pool of things to pull from. I don't like his shit. I like <laughs> like two thirds of it, and then he just fucking lets me down. It's almost like half a season of Riverdale.
0: The problem with that is how much of that is the source and how much is the the adaptation. You're talking that's about that's
1: the thing. I'm not. I don't know because I haven't read it. There you go. But. It almost like I'm like, OK, you these, might
0: like none of it.
1: I might like none of it, you know, because I highly doubt that some of the twists and things or lack of that happen and how predictable some of the shit is, is necessarily the like film.
0: You'll notice that we're spending more time talking about some of these scenes than they take to happen. Oh God, we aren't
1: even at like credits this- yet.
0: This is another really stuffed episode. It doesn't feel as bad as the one a few weeks ago, but a lot happens. And so we always have these small moments that need to happen, but there isn't time to do anything else in these scenes but the important thing. Jughead has Reiner's block. Boom. Go. Move on. Next.
1: Betty's with Glenn. They are uh, doing what he wanted to do, which is listen to the tapes of her dad. Mm -hmm. being interviewed when they were interviewing him for being a murderer uh and he was uh there was one that they were listening to that talks about his relationship with alice it
0: wasn't great
1: and so he started you know connecting with people on net's list
0: not just like you do but like ladies looking to to go tricking on the lonely highway do
1: was your dad tricking on the lonely highway
0: connection made
1: is that is that what we're thinking here uh, so over at the jewelry store, mm-hmm. this is totally the scene where Smithers brings her stuff. Okay. Earlier, she was just mad at Chad on the phone about how he needs to st- sign the damn divorce papers. So now Smithers brings her the divorce papers. See,
0: I can help them uh, uh, streamline the episode.
1: <laughs> well, not the divorce papers, but he brings her the envelope, and that then she this, thinks his
0: divorce papers. And
1: this is where we find out that they're blackmail photos
0: of her smooching Archie. Which are not hard to come by. You know where you can find a lot more pictures of her smooching Archie? The replies to any tweet from Roberto or the Riverdale account or... This is true. Just covered in pictures of all the smooches in and all the couples.
1: Yeah. So uh, over at the high school, uh, Archie has kind of a passive-aggressive uh, conversation with his ROTC boys, mm-hmm. with the general there, where he's, at first I'm thinking this is going to go away. I don't like it because the conversation is all about, like, what do you do You know, when someone gives you an order?
0: And what, and what do you do if someone gives you an order that's wrong?
1: Yeah, that's what I was like, Ooh. Oh, So we aren't just saying blindly follow people. Archie's actually saying, question it. Don't follow orders that are bad. Looking at you, General.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: General's not too pleased.
0: Did you order the code red?
1: You can't handle the truth.
0: <laughs> so over at Thornhill now.
1: Uh, Nana Rose is, is talking to the door. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> we don't see who it is first.
0: Okay that's why she Nana Rose is talking through the door to an unseen visitor, <laughs> telling this visitor that uh, my granddaughter's gone she she's walked out for the day.
1: You dear boy, are certainly not her type,
0: <laughs> but that dear boy is, of course Mr. Reginald and his slick back hair and his two dozen roses
1: and they are not there for Cheryl. they are there for Nana Rose.
0: He go fuck a skeleton
1: he's that straight. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Only women, but any woman.
1: <laughs> and there's not apparently many in the town right now, so he's taking what he can get. What if you this just opens up a world to Reggie and he just becomes like a cub? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know, right? Is that what we would call it? No. She's the cougar. What would he would he be a cub? Is that what we would call it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that you're looking to me like the expert. The the not not, not an expert, but no, a decision-making authority
1: know all these things but somehow you know all these things
0: i just wish reggie you know joy and happiness as he goes through the obituaries <laughs> to find to find new new love interests <laughs>
1: So is he looking for like the widowers or is like he's straight up like looking for the dead bodies? I'm not
0: going to judge. Boys got to do what a boy's got to do.
1: So uh, meanwhile, over at the Cooper household, uh, Alice and Betty are frosting two cakes. and It's
0: the twins' birthday. They're turning nine today, tomorrow, soon.
1: Betty is just so annoyed at this. And she's just like, I don't know why Juniper and Dagwood just can't share cake. (laughs) She is so over cakes,
0: <laughs> so many twins will come, will jump up and tell you how nice it is to not have to share everything all the time. Yes, they even have different cakes. They're well, it's the same cake, but they have different frostings,
1: and they might even be different flavored cakes. Right, but, they're the know. exact
0: same, you know, profile of cake. <laughs> yes,
1: they they are two tiered. I don't know when birthday cakes became multiple tiered.
0: They're a matched yet possibly distinct pair of cake.
1: Uh, so then they get a call from the school. All we know is that the twins were involved in some type of accident.
0: Oh, yes. Alice. Her, her face. Oh, her face.
1: So over at Pops. Mm-hmm. um, <laughs> So many things. Uh, over at Pops, Jughead and Tabitha are sitting in a booth.
0: kissin ooth
1: Except no, no she's they're not. instead <laughs> apologizing that she tried to kiss him. And he's like, well, I leaned in too. But he's like, but you know, I'm not in a good place for a relationship. I had like a terrible breakup with Betty didn't get over it. my ex was toxic, not Betty a different one.
0: The one we met in the first time skip episode. Yes that he ran out on after sleeping with a grad student.
1: No she no, she left him before sleeping with the grad student.
0: That's right, but he still skipped town immediately. <laughs> well, I don't think he left a note.
1: She literally moved out, out yeah. and, like, broke up with him. I don't think he was required to leave a note, especially since people want to kill him.
0: She's going to want to know why when her friend knocks on the door to get her things out of the apartment, no one is answering. The answer is no one lives at that apartment anymore.
1: She seemed to have left with her things.
0: She had other things.
1: Um. So we learn a little bit about that relationship that, you know, they they drank a lot, they partied a lot.
0: They fought a lot. They made up a lot. It, it was just a big mess.
1: Yeah. Uh, so then he's like, okay, so we're friends. Tabitha got a favor. I got writer's block. It's a problem. I have this thing I need to write for. So she's like, well, so what do you do when you have writer's block?
0: At times like these, I, I trip my balls off.
1: And do maple mushrooms.
0: Maple mushrooms.
1: <laughs> maple mushrooms. Why are they special? Okay, questions.
0: A lot of questions.
1: Is it a type of mushroom called a maple mushroom? Does it taste like maple? Is it a psychedelic mushroom that's just flavored with maple? Is it somehow like brined in maple syrup?
0: My guess is it's just your standard like psychedelic mushrooms, but they, they are specifically grown on. Maple trees on sugar oh, maple syrup trees like
1: that's that's their their habitat
0: like how uh, uh, Wild honey gets distinct uh, flavors depending on you know, what sort uh, of field that the bees yeah, are yeah Yeah,
1: like, you know,
0: it's for the real psychedelic so, uh, uh, Sommelier's out there
1: by this definition then there should be like psychedelic mushrooms that are like bamboo flavored ash tree I don't know it's like- all
0: in the marketing. I don't think you could sell ash mushrooms <laughs>
1: sounds too much like ass mushrooms
0: and if you've got (laughs) ass mushrooms you need to see a doctor
1: but yeah so he's like yo, these these maple mushrooms i got some personal trauma i need to access and i'm thinking if i trip out i can do that and what i need you to do as my friend is just to like make sure i don't die
0: this is something that he apparently has done all the time back in New York he, he, uh, This was his
1: go-to for writer's block Was to
0: He gets high and then when he, he wakes up When he comes back to his senses There's just 400 pages done This is the Stephen King slot of this magazine <laughs> That's amazing
1: uh, And she's like I don't think you should be doing psychedelics
0: <laughs> As a friend Instead of doing that favor I will offer you advice and say no And I will not be part of this
1: Archie and Veronica are together. Mm-hmm. Um and let me just say Veronica has like no fucking plot other than just marriage this whole episode.
0: <laughs> it goes to a place by the end that makes me think like, oh, this this could be a thing. Compared to everybody else's, yeah. Getting there eventually is really not on par with, you know, what what uh everybody else is doing this week.
1: So, uh she she tells Archie about how You know, basically the whole helicopter almost dying thing, if you remember. She wished
0: upon a star to make it happen.
1: Yes, and that's what we find out is like earlier that night after they fought, she wished that Chad would die.
0: Honey, honey, we all wish Chad would die. It's fine. It's okay.
1: You know what probably happened is because the whole world was wishing it. Yeah, she, she feels responsible. She feels like it's her fault. She stayed with him out of guilt. Mm -hmm. So she needs to go to New York. She needs to demand he signs these papers. She needs to get closure. This is what she's going to do.
0: So she can finally fix her mistake of failing to finish the job. Come on.
1: If you really want him dead, just do it.
0: Right between the eyes. Come on.
1: Alice and Betty have...
0: Alice and Betty are having a little chat with the twins.
1: Yes. Um, So what happened was, according to the principal, uh, they pushed their classmate Jerry down the stairs on purpose. And he broke a lot of things. They're like, well, he said mommy was dead.
0: Jerry must pay for his sins. All are forsaken (laughs) in the eyes of the gargoyle.
1: And Betty's like, you do realize... He could have died. And they look fucking happy about it. <laughs> Juniper especially has this shy little smile. And then we cut back to Betty and Alice who look terrified. <laughs> and I'm just like, yes, the nightmare children. Yeah.
0: I said back at the time skip and I quote, I hope the twins come back and I hope they're creepy little fuckos.
1: Yes. They're creepy little fuckos. Creepy little fuckos. I just, I want them to be little devil children. <laughs> devil monsters. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Damien and Damien, the twins.
1: This better continue. They better keep trying to torture their classmates.
0: You better not get him a cat. I don't want to see what happens to yeah. Camel too. No,
1: no animals involved. I mean, Just oh, children. Fuck.
0: Just human children.
1: Fuck, maybe that's like what happened to all the dogs that are on their fridge. <laughs> There's a lot of random dog pictures on the fridge and you're like, who the and fuck's no that dog?
0: Dogs. They killed.
1: Cheryl finds out that Nana Rose had a visitor of Reginald and mm-hmm. sold him the Maple Grove. <laughs> he was
0: very he, convincing, you might say.
1: Well, you know, she got a little something something and you could convince her, whatever. Cheryl's pissed because mm-hmm. she's like, that's, that's, you had no right. My heritage, blah, blah, blah. And Nana's like, but the trick's on them. The curse will be upon them now. I thought
0: of it during my post, not clarity, child. <laughs>
1: And then uh Jughead decides to grubhub some drugs. Drug hub. He he calls his his old drug dealer, Speedy, mm-hmm. and is like, hey, can uh you still got those uh, maple mushrooms? Can you uh deliver some to Riverdale? <laughs> Great, thanks.
0: You're in the like br- you do. You're in the Bronx, right? It's only 10 miles. <laughs> yeah. Is this a CW crossover? Is this Speedy? Is it Thea Queen? <laughs>
1: Fuck. Yes. Archie gets home from a nice jog. Mm-hmm. Uh jogging in the daytime. That's a new thing.
0: The phone rings and he picks it up and it is
1: Sarah Bellum. Oh
0: my god. <laughs>
1: Sarah Bellum's calling uh, She is investigating uh, the general And uh, would like to talk to Archie About the mission he was sent on Which she believes was dirty
0: She is a journalist She is calling for, uh, on behalf of the New York Times For some expose on, on this general And his mission in Uzbekistan
1: Uzbekistan
0: Which is, much like Palladium, real Yeah there is. A- I know that Okay Okay <laughs> There is, or at least was, uh, a U.S. Air Force base in Uzbekistan that uh, recently had an investigation opened into it uh, because of its terrible air pollution. Oh! Uh, an alleged connection to a high rate of, of uh, lung cancer in servicemen who were stationed there. Oh! That's real bad air.
1: Oh boy. Oh, this is when... Betty and Glenn definitely had some fun times. Yes. Uh, She is telling him about how she is worried that the twins are bad seeds.
0: And he's like, hold up, hold up, hold up. I'd like to meet these fucked up monster kids.
1: She's like, why do you want (laughs) to fucking meet everyone? You (laughs) fucking creeper. What is going on? And he's like, oh, here's
0: my dissertation on your family. Yeah, he wrote his dissertation on the Coopers as a case study in the effects of the serial killer gene.
1: Called the Family of Darkness. <laughs> a study in darkness in the Cooper family genes.
0: Betty has the gene, isn't a serial killer. Charles yes. has the gene, is a serial killer. Hal, no gene, lots of dead bodies.
1: And Betty has time. <laughs> Don't put any labels on her. She, she can do what she wants. She's an independent woman. She can go murder people. It's fine. Glenn can be the first. So she's like, "Is people are fucking dying. And you're focused on my family. Is this why the hell you're here? And he's like, well, I came for both.
0: I can multitask, baby. It's all good.
1: She slaps the loving
0: shit out of him. <laughs> yes.
1: Fuck you, Glenn.
0: Nobody likes Glenn.
1: Do you like Chad or Glenn better?
0: I want Glenn and Chad to fly some more helicopters together and see how it goes.
1: I want... Chad to just, yeah, die by crash of a helicopter. I want Glenn to suffer. <laughs> <laughs> and then die.
0: Those, those famously painless helicopter crashes. I guess depending on how far you're falling.
1: <laughs> Archie goes to visit Uncle Frank in jail.
0: Yes, specifically in Hiram's jail, which as you'll recall... Half the cast uh, is either in it or has been in it at some point. Yes. I love that like any cameo is possible at any time.
1: Yep. So uh, he fills him in about how, you know, General wants to give him this award. He don't want it. And like, you know, he doesn't really trust what happened. He thinks that like he made some bad choices as a general.
0: So uh, Uncle Frank just gives him the gentle nudge to, to be confident in the decision he's essentially already made.
1: Which is to say what happened.
0: Yeah, to reject the medal and to to take whatever consequences come, Frank is like, you know, he's got the chance to uh, make things rough on you, but I'm I'm proud of you, boy. And uh, uh, you speak your truth all the way to the Senate, if they ask. You're like, yeah, okay. All right, Frank.
1: And he's like, hey, Frank, how are you holding up? And Frank's like, you know, it's kind of strange in here. It's like something is brewing. Like a riot.
0: <laughs> kind of like uh, uh, Hiram might have mentioned that he had some plans coming up for the jail that he owns.
1: Oh, that's nice, Uncle Frank. I gotta go. It's parent-teacher night. <laughs> I don't know. Call the sheriff. Let him know. Like, anything?
0: He's only one man. <laughs>
1: Uh so meanwhile Hiram
0: I love this scene. I love Hiram trying to like handle Reggie.
1: <laughs> he's like I asked for groves and you delivered and tonight we are going to save her the fireworks of my jail. Mhm. And then Cheryl rushes in and she's like you fuckards, you messed up.
0: You bunch of fuckards.
1: She's like jokes on you. I had Nana Rose declared legally senile a decade ago, so like you can't do shit. <laughs> You don't got my groves. And Hiram's like, no, 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 no. You're going to fix this, Reggie. You're going to fix it.
0: Every scene with Hiram, I feel like I'm repeating myself. But I'm going to again to to frame my statement. He doesn't have a lot going on. But Mark Consuelos, on the other
1: hand. Oh, my God. He's just acting the the shit.
0: The perfect muted deadpan tone of no, 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 no. No, no. It's so no, no. on point. I love it. And I love him.
1: It's just so good. get uh, that Pops. Uh, his ex girlfriend shows up, who is guess what? The drug hub yeah. delivery girl.
0: She is Speedy's runner. She was a writer as well, and it's not paying her bills either. So I here mean, we go.
1: They probably enjoyed those mushrooms together. So might as well, you know. She's basically joined a pyramid scheme.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This
1: is her version of Beachbody. So you're on.
0: saying that uh, uh, she oils. should have been trying to recruit Jughead to work for her, working for Speedy. Uh huh. Uh huh. If he sells Tabitha, uh, not only to to you know buy the maple mushrooms. But to also distribute maple mushrooms, yeah. then he's got a chance to, yeah. to quadruple his investment.
1: I mean, let's be honest. That is the most un- the most unrealistic thing about this entire show and them jumping ahead is that not one of them is involved in one of these types of things.
0: They're all 25 and none of them are doing Beachbody.
1: Essential oils or <laughs> uh, Pampered Chef or anything else. Like one of them needs to get involved in a pyramid scheme. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Otherwise... You're not a young adult. (laughs) I need one of them to decide, yes, I own my own business.
0: But speaking of questionable financial decisions, uh, Jughead gets the, the drugs on layaway, basically. I don't know if that's a thing that they'll do.
1: She's like, you got a week. But the thing is, is Tabitha, as, as this is all happening, kind of jumps in because the girlfriend,
0: mm-hmm. the ex-girlfriend, the
1: ex-girlfriend is all like, oh, like, should we have like, you know, for old time's sake, should we do these let's, drugs together? Let's pop them
0: together. Let's have a good time, Juggy Boo. And so Tabitha
1: jumps in. And she's like, oh, are those the shrooms that we're going to do later?
0: She says in her restaurant in front of her paying customers <laughs> wearing her uniform.
1: Uh, and she introduces herself as Jughead's girlfriend. Uh, this This sends her, you know, off. You know, she's like, "Here's like, you're clearly Jughead, not going to not do this." So I guess I have to be involved.
0: Much like the sex party last time.
1: She cares about him so much.
0: <laughs> that brings us back to New York, where uh, uh, Chad has set up a romantic dinner of Chinese takeout from their favorite place in order to discuss uh, everything, but what he promised he'd be there to discuss signing the damn papers. Yes.
1: And all I'm thinking is, like, Veronica, that's probably poison. Don't eat it.
0: (laughs) Veronica, take those candles and set him on fire.
1: But she's like, I I haven't had proper Chinese food in months. And I'm like, well, maybe you should have opened a Chinese food restaurant (laughs) instead of a fucking jewelry store. (laughs) She
0: can't cook. She had Smithers for that growing up. She,
1: She can hire people to do it properly.
0: She'll kidnap some people from Chinatown.
1: Oh, God. Meanwhile, we go visit the sex hole. It's
0: been so long since we dropped into the sex hole.
1: It's been since, like, we haven't been there since, like, the second episode, when Jughead was sleeping there before he moved in with Archie.
0: So it hasn't been that long, but damn, it feels like a while.
1: Yeah. He, he's getting ready to, you know, take his mushrooms, and what uh, Tabitha has done as a good friend Is, uh, cooked the mushrooms into a sauce to be served with a burger.
0: Jughead says, mmm, Pop's very first psychedelic cheeseburger. You don't know that. (laughs) The 70s happened everywhere, Jughead.
1: Let's also talk about how Tabitha didn't think twice about doing this. (laughs) It seems like this might be something she knows how to do.
0: I just love that you know it came from a place where we can't show our characters doing drugs the way people would do drugs. (laughs) How can we show Jughead doing drugs? Jughead eat the burger. I eat a burgor.
1: They're like, okay, we got some magic mushrooms. Okay, okay, that's a food. But no, now we have to turn it into more of a food. We got that, the candies, now we got food. That
0: burger looks so damn good though. It did
1: look really good. It looked so good. We should get burgers tomorrow. Yeah, okay.
0: For the record, we didn't get burgers. We got tacos, actually. Back to the show.
1: He he chows down and like is hovering, he's like, it's okay, you can, like, just come check on <laughs> me occasionally.
0: Every once in a while, make sure I got water and a poop bucket.
1: <laughs> you have to be a really good friend to do this. And I
0: guess typewriter ribbon. He might run out of typewriter ribbon.
1: Uh, So back in New York, dinner has now turned into let's look at old photos of us yeah, as we drink yeah. wine on the floor.
0: I'm honestly surprised they didn't license the way we were to be in the <laughs> background.
1: Uh, Chad pulls out their first date photo, Uh which is where they went.
0: Yeah, the the, the London Dungeons. The
1: London Dungeons. And she's like, I can't believe you thought the London Dungeons were a way to woo me. And I'm like, excuse me, bitch. Yes. Yes, it is. That would have been a great first date. Please take me somewhere like that. That's probably haunted and filled
0: with bones. Yeah, but it would work better with any girl on this show but her.
1: Yes, but like... (laughs) It's like a dream date. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, Eastern State Penitentiary did some things too. Oh
1: my God. I love Eastern State Penitentiary. It's like my favorite place. Mm-hmm. Love that place.
0: Yeah. If we ever get arrested for uh, public indecency, it will be at a haunted, <laughs> abandoned prison.
1: Yeah, I've always wanted to go check out Juliet Prison.
0: And that's my promise to you, the listener.
1: <laughs> it's an interesting experience.
0: That's what I'm saying.
1: Yeah. This is not necessarily gonna be the episode, but there is that island off Key West that's supposed to be the haunted, most haunted island ever. That'd be cool. <laughs> I want to go there. I, I want to go wanna, sleep there. I know you want to go there. So then, uh, Chad is all like, "Okay, let's dance now." to
0: <laughs> uh, dance now. Bro. Yeah, he, and, he's put on the their first dance from the, their wedding reception,
1: and and so they dance, and while they're dancing, she's like, "You know, I always wondered if you crashed." <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's a ridiculous thing to say
1: I always wondered if you crashed the plane on purpose
0: (laughs) Helicopter, but yes
1: Whatever, whatever Just like, they're slow dancing She's cuddled in his chest It's like, you know, Chad (laughs) I always wondered if you crashed it on purpose
0: this is why, this is why I think <laughs> Veronica's, all of her plots as being about the men in her life, has potential because this line does so much to show how fucking warped her idea of all the men around her is.
1: <laughs> and the thing is, is, here's the thing, is that I half expected him to say, yes, <laughs> I did. Because then she goes on. His actual, like,
0: his actual response is, what the fuck?
1: So here's her reason why. I thought maybe you did, because then we would have been together forever in a different way.
0: You know, till, till mutual fiery death do us part, but without the parting.
1: And he's like, I just want you to be happy. That's why I signed the divorce papers right before you got here. <laughs> <laughs> this is when I learned that Chad is apparently better than Glenn. <laughs> and so then they make out. Cause that's what you do when someone's like, "Hey, I thought you tried to kill us." No, I didn't. Oh, I just well, divorced then... you like you wanted. Great, let's fuck.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you're ever going to have like makeup sex, signing the divorce papers is like the time. Really? There's there's no bigger breakup than that, and there's there's no like it's it's legally binding breakup sex.
1: Murder and then.
0: Well, they're gonna get cold eventually. <laughs>
1: That doesn't stop some people. Reggie. Uh so uh back in Riverdale, Hiram is looking at a countdown clock going tick tick boom and no, we are not getting the announcement of tick tick boom the musical those fuckers.
0: Instead, just an explosion that we don't see. We hear the sound of expo- of an explosion and we see a hole in the prison wall with prisoners spilling out of it.
1: And we get a close up On Mama Blossom
0: Penelope is free, free Jerome, free to murder all men Starting with Glenn, come on
1: While this is happening, Reggie is in the Maple Maple Grove, lighting it on fire
0: The fakest CGI (laughs) fire I've seen in my life
1: It's pretty awful
0: And it's not like they spent all the money on explosion special effects
1: No 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 uh so over at school it is parent teacher night remember and Kevin and Archie are giving a tour Archie's like yeah and this is where Kevin leads your kids in
0: song Yeah they're they're all touring the music room when the lights suddenly go out and I'm so so glad that nobody brought a UV lamp instead cuz that place would be blinding
1: So Archie like runs out to go find you know the circuit breakers and Kevin's like he was in the army. He's got it. It's it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. We're good here.
0: <laughs> I, I want deleted scenes of just what Kevin was doing with all these parents the whole time Archie was away. <laughs>
1: Defying gravity. <laughs> this is when he pulled out all his karaoke numbers that we never got to see him do. Oh,
0: I think he led everyone in Row, Row, Row Your Boat. He like split them up into three groups to do it in a round.
1: Yeah. 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 So, uh, over at the Cooper household, mm-hmm. uh, they are, are getting ready for the birthday party that is literally just them, because in a moment we find out from Alice that she didn't invite the Blossoms or, like, anyone else.
0: She wink-forgot. Mm. Uh,
1: but the doorbell's ringing, which is why this comes up, because it's like, I don't know who that is.
0: Like, who from their school class is going to come to the murder children birthday? <laughs> that was scheduled at 11 p.m. It's so dark out. (laughs) It's really dark.
1: Well, I guess it's November. I don't know. So uh, Juniper rushes to the door and uh, comes in holding the hand of Charles, followed by Chick.
0: You know, family is so important in these trying times. Yeah. Everybody's out of jail, baby. Everybody's out.
1: And Chick has... A lot of hair.
0: He really grew it out. He has, like, long, wavy, blonde
1: hair. I don't like it. (laughs) It's a look. It makes him look creepier.
0: It's very point-break, I would say.
1: Alice and Betty are in the kitchen, and Betty's just like, I need you to tell me what the fuck's going on.
0: (laughs) Alice has been visiting Charles, her favorite child, in in prison uh, off and on for a while. Yeah. Yes.
1: Uh, Charles and Chick both have guns, obviously. Yes. So they, they sit down to have some cake. Uh, you know, Betty's like, why are you here? And he's like, well, Destiny, you know, the walls exploded. We came here to celebrate with our family. We want to be married and we want mm-hmm. to be married with our family. And this is when Alice is like, yeah, so Charles had me get ordained online <laughs> so I could marry them in prison.
0: I'm curious where they're registered. The, the prison commissary? Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Archie is trying to find the circuit breaker when a bunch of random jail dudes appear.
0: You know, jail dudes.
1: <laughs> and uh, they beat, try to beat him up, but he beats them up too.
0: This is, from, from here on out, it, it, it's low stakes diehard.
1: So just like there's been like a step up in sex scenes.
0: There's been a, a commensurate step up in violence. Yes. Not the so violence much like, in this episode is really fun to watch.
1: And like not so much like blood. Like we have definitely had bloodier things. Like Jughead getting beat by the yeah, serpents. Yeah. Like very bloody gross. But, but like. But
0: choreography. Yeah. Yes. Fight
1: choreography. Oh my God. Uh Archie, you know, beats up the dudes down there by the the circuit breakers. He goes back up into the hallways. There's this really big dude and he decides, okay, I'm going to take my crowbar, throw it down the hallway to have it make a noise. So this big dude comes walking at me and he does. And then they get into a fight and the big dude throws him literally like sideways into the lockers. Just like a rag doll It's It's real good amazing While this is happening, Kevin and the parents are getting robbed by some other jail dudes (laughs) Jail dudes? And they, yes And then they they hear the commotion out there in the hallway And so they're like, oh, you go check it out And so this other dude goes out there with a machete The jail had machetes lying around
0: Or perhaps they found one on the way
1: machete so he goes out there well while he's like out there kevin tries to like get the gun away from this dude but then like he he doesn't and then he's like cocks the gun at kevin and you think oh no kevin's gonna get shot but just then archie rushes in and puts the machete to the dude's throat because obviously he just killed the other dude
0: Yippee ki mister falcon
1: so he knocks that guy out and he's like okay here's what i'm gonna go do I'm gonna go like Lock all the doors, Clear, you know, make sure we're all good. Kevin, you hold down this fort. Here, take my machete.
0: Ho, ho, ho. Now Kevin has a machete.
1: My favorite thing ever.
0: <laughs> Kevin with a machete is a look. <laughs> it's amazing.
1: <laughs> so over back at the Cooper household, Alice is marrying Charles and Chick.
0: These kids are so understanding about having their birthday party hijacked.
1: Not only do they have to share birthday with each other, now they have to, like, now, share the wedding. Yeah,
0: now it's their uncle's anniversary, too.
1: <laughs> Alice uh, finishes the ceremony by, you know, like, power vested in me from the Universal Life Church.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, you're married. They uh,
0: could turn a light on, though. It's a little dark. It's really dark for a wedding and a child's birthday party. Uh,
1: So then uh, Glenn shows up with presents, but not for the twins, to try to win Betty back.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But... That's when Charles pulls a gun on him
0: Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: and they're like, oh, we know each other back from the academy. We were rivals.
0: And Charles does not like hearing that Glenn has written about him as as a subject of a dissertation.
1: No, I I love when it comes out that it's like him and Alice are both like, what?
0: (laughs) And Chick is upset because he's not involved. But hey, come on, man, you're family now. You just got married in. You're part of this. Come on, bro.
1: Uh, so, Charles thinks that they should all play a game. And we'll learn more about that in a minute. Because we have to go check back in with Archie, who's locking a lot of doors. Mm-hmm. The general is walking around with a gun. Yes. Just because. Yes. Uh, and then Frank appears. Uncle Frank has also escaped prison.
0: Because Uncle Frank, you know, he keeps his ears open. He keeps his head down and his ears open. And he knows that uh, this isn't just some breakout. This is planned. And a lot of the guys have been paid off by Hiram to fuck up the town, the school. School in particular.
1: And so Archie's like, okay, so we need to get everyone out of here. And the general's like, no. But Archie's like, but I know this town. Like, I know every aspect of it. I can sneak us out through a tunnel and da, 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 da. And the general's like, no. And Kevin's like, we're behind you, Archie.
0: Uh, we're behind you, Sergeant. Yes. Yeah. With his machete. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Got the machete.
0: Yeah, I mean, the 21-step the rule means that his machete beats the general's gun in this case. Yes.
1: This fun game that Charles wants to lead the family in is called Pincushion Man.
0: The titular game, the Pincushion
1: Man. (laughs) The way you play the Pincushion Man Uh is the youngest member of the family sticks a pin in the Pincushion Man. Which, in this case, the Pincushion Man is Glenn, and the youngest member of the family is Juniper, and the pin is a giant kitchen knife.
0: Chick doesn't know what a pin is. He had an unusual upbringing. He's not really clear on the the meanings of words. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So as Charles is trying to uh, edge on young Juniper to go stab Glenn, Betty begs with him to let Juniper remain innocent. And Mm -hmm, Charles mm -hmm. is then like, okay... You have to do it, then, and take her place.
0: Because Charles seems to have a real crisis of conscience. Like, he, Betty reaches him by speaking about how it is too late for the two of them, but the, the, the babies don't have to follow. And this sort of, through a, a struggle, he's grabbing his head. Uh, thoughts, g- kindness, angel shoulder, devil shoulder, uh, and And he sends them up to bed as long as, yes, Betty plays the game instead. <laughs>
1: Betty goes and (laughs) she sure fucking takes her turn. She stabs Glenn. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Then she throws the knife Mm -hmm. at Chick.
0: Over the course of the day, they have each penetrated one another. That's fun.
1: Uh, And then Alice wrestles Charles for the gun Mm -hmm. They end up rolling around on the floor. Alice ends up shooting Charles in the chest.
0: Yes, in the struggle. You don't know who's shot who until uh, he rolls off. He's bloody, she's holding the gun. She shot her favorite child because she loves her grandbaby so much.
1: Yeah, that's always what happens when someone becomes a grandma. (laughs) Now the children are chopped to liver.
0: Are you trying to say your mom likes the dog better than you? Yes. Okay. I think she certainly likes her new cats better than you. (laughs)
1: I think she likes most anyone better than me. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) Back in the sex hole, hole. Jughead is tripping balls and is dancing what I thought was nude, but I think he does have boxers on.
0: Yeah, he's dancing around, singing a song side by side with himself.
1: And then Tabitha comes in, and he's even more excited.
0: He wants to dance with her. He wants to chill. He wants to tell her all the things he's seen and heard and thought of. And look at all these pages I've already got.
1: Uh, And so she's like, oh, okay, um... Here's what we're gonna do and she pulls out some handcuffs
0: cuz apparently he doesn't actually have pages not that she can see anyway Yeah, and, and so she handcuffs him to the desk with his laptop set up and like come on He's just gonna live blog his trip on reddit. Nothing productive <laughs> is happening here
1: Yeah, so she she handcuffs him and leaves him there. Uh, and then Jughead has like a a dream sequence
0: It, it becomes a bad trip. He tells yeah. her not to do that. That would be bad She does it anyway and things get bad
1: uh, so first, his ex girlfriend appears. Mm-hmm. She she's all over him, smooching him, and like, let's get lit, and and definitely all this stuff. And then it morphs into Betty appearing.
0: Yes, because he needs a friend that can pick locks.
1: <laughs> yes, Betty is like, "Oh, I got you," as she pulls out a bobby pin to pick the handcuffs. And Betty apologizes, like, "Can you ever forgive me?" Oh and man,
0: I hurt you so bad when I kissed Archie. I I was so fucked up. What I did. <laughs>
1: And so then they go make out and have sexy time in the bed. But then this weird squeaking happens and this weird noise and he looks over and he sees a mouse first. But then he looks up and it's the Mothman
0: mm-hmm. in
1: a train in a sex hole.
0: Yes, yes. There, there are lights and horns coming through the, the tunnel that leads from the uh, ladder to the sex hole proper. All of these mixed up images and, and th- that are entering through Jughead's mind as we see them through the camera's uh, point of view. Yeah. Uh, but we're just like pausing and rewinding over this scene to instead look at Jughead's tattoos. Tattoos! <laughs> tattoo report. Beep, 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 okay. beep,
1: beep. so we got a better look at the chest tattoo. Definitely a Jughead crown.
0: A big old Jughead crown. With
1: flowers and a feather.
0: Like a long feather.
1: Then we looked at the tattoo on his right arm. It's hot dog.
0: It is it hot is dog. It is
1: cartoon hot dog. It's very good. I love good. it. It's so good.
0: It makes me wish hot dog was actually in this show ever. <sighs>
1: right. In addition to a serpent tattoo, there are two other tattoos on his left arm. There's one on his forearm, and then... Uh, and,
0: and one just below the, the serpent uh, yes. logo on his shoulder. I have
1: no idea what the one is below the serpent.
0: It's a figure of some sort of person or cartoon figure.
1: Part of me hopes it's like cartoon Ethel mugs. That'd
0: be fun. Kind
1: of like Popeye ish type stuff, but like that'd be good. We're working on it for you people.
0: (laughs) We'll get, we just need the boy to be more shirtless.
1: More shirtless!
0: At least more sleeveless. That's all we really need.
1: And like, freeze. (laughs) Just hold still. We go over to Thornhill where Cheryl and Minerva are dancing about Mm -hmm. and Mumsy rushes in. Yes. And she says, "Nightmare child, I escaped." <laughs> Flames are encroaching on Thornhill. Quickly to the window.
0: This is not a metaphor. Uh they they the have fire. they have finally noticed the the bit of arson that Reggie did. Shocking that they didn't to this point because it looks like the entire forest is burning. <laughs>
1: And then Nana Rose appears and you, she- How did they not notice this? She should have really smelled it. <laughs> Maybe the weird glow? And like, Nana Rose had to have known because she suddenly appears and is like, It's the curse of the ancestors!
0: The, the curse demands that all living blossoms must die unless we sacrifice the interloper. Minerva runs like, the fuck away. Look left, look right. Anybody see any interlopers in here? Oh, wait, I've got to go.
1: And she like, And then Mama Blossom is like, we must pray. We must pray for wind. So (laughs) they go and pray at the altar.
0: They have an altar at which they pray. It is covered in skulls.
1: Didn't we know they had an altar? Like, isn't
0: that where... Corpse Jason Blossom hung out for a while but was it covered in all these skulls and beads and and
1: Well the skulls were enough
0: f- candles to light the rest of the maple grove on fire who exactly are they praying to that's my question
1: Remember she's been rebuilding redesigning they added some new elements especially as Nana Blossom uh was pulling more of her collection out of the maple syrup Mhm mhm They're like oh so Albert think- here would make a good uh knickknack <laughs>
0: for the altar. You think any of these are mothman bits up on this altar? Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Okay. So back in New York, our our newly unweds are are waking up. This seems like an incredibly amicable di- amicable divorce all of a sudden. Yeah. yeah. Except Veronica's is not so happy because she has now looked with her own two eyes at the papers that Chad signed and they are not divorce papers. <laughs> No, no, no. Uh, They are some business investments that he got in. He apparently lost a lot of their marital assets, like a lot. They are in debt. And his plan to uh, uh, get back on top was to make some more very shady-sounding investments. And the only way he could do so is by putting them in a business name. And what's a business that has no nasty credit history? This brand new jewelry store that isn't technically open, but can still do some sort of financial malfeasance, And so Veronica's not allowed to divorce him because they're all tied up in this together. And if she tries to divorce him, then he'll go to divorce court and he'll lie from the stand to say that she knew it. It's just a he said, she said. And who would ever believe that Veronica Lodge, of all people, wouldn't be on top of her own books? She's the she-wolf of motherfucking Wall Street. And I don't know (laughs) enough about either investments or divorce to know exactly how dumb this is. It might be incredibly dumb. It might be a perfectly reasonable thing for shitty, bad, rich people to do to each other. I don't know! <laughs> I have no way of knowing.
1: Nope. But you know what? This... this- like I feel like all makes sense now with how I mean yeah he didn't like Archie but that whole like you're going to like design the penthouse like oh <laughs> you're just a cheap motherfucker cuz you like cuz you got away no all money. money
0: you got no money he, the way he talks about his uh, uh, investments and borrowing from investors like is he talking ponzi scheme what exactly is a ponzi scheme i don't know <laughs> but it's probably bad Probably. It's bad enough that Veronica, that he is saying Veronica is trapped with him because it will be so bad for her, it's so bad. Yeah. Just because I I don't understand the mechanics, I like the drama. This is what I was talking about earlier when I say that Veronica just being tied up with shitty men has potential because not only do we sometimes get a window into how warped it's made her uh, on the inside, but, like, Chad just coming clean, coming open with how awful he is. But also believing himself to be a perfectly nice, reasonable guy. I got you the the Chinese food. We did karaoke. Anyway, you're attached to me through law and crime forever. Ha ha ha. Aren't you happy? Like, that. that is a dynamic with potential for interesting, fun drama. Yeah. I don't know if Chad is the one to deliver it, but I still see the potential.
1: <laughs> it's too bad they already, uh... Had a helicopter crash Because now it's just going to be suspicious if that happens again
0: This time it's a prop plane Totally different
1: mm-hmm. Archie and Kevin and all of them totally got the parents out safely
0: mm-hmm. We totally skipped all of that Yay. The next
1: morning uh, Archie is talking to the general dude And he's like hey not going to accept your award There's definitely some type of cover up going here And I'm going to like speak the truth And the general's like Well I want to make you a hero But you're going to be a scapegoat Man <laughs>
0: He makes that noise and everything, yeah.
1: Meh. <laughs> <laughs> so Jughead wakes up in the sex hole,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, in bed, not handcuffed.
0: And he looks over at the table and he sees a stack of typewritten pages. He was at a laptop.
1: There's a printer in the sex hole.
0: Okay. He just likes the typewriter font, I guess. Yes. And it says, part four, the transubstantiation by Forsyth Pendleton Jones.
1: And then there's suddenly a light in the sex hole and he walks towards it.
0: A very alien abduction looking light
1: Oh yeah, obviously
0: This is filmed in Vancouver, I'm sure there were some X-Files lamps left over
1: So uh, over at the Andrews household, uh, Archie's not at all concerned that he hasn't seen his roommate in a few days (laughs) When there was a prison break, terrorizing the town (laughs) He's like, whatever, he can take care of himself He
0: has before
1: Archie's a shitty roommate He's
0: come back from the dead, (laughs) nothing can destroy Jughead Jones
1: Uh, But Uncle Frank is laying low there Mm -hmm. while Mary, like, takes care of legal things.
0: I don't think escaping is looked on fondly by the parole board. I know! This seems like it's bad for his case. It
1: seems like what would have been good for his case was for him to be like, Bye guys, I'll just stay in the jail. Thank you. Can I have a phone call, please? your,
0: Your choice is to either stay out of jail and go to Canada, or deliver this very valuable message that saved a lot of lives and property at the school. Cool. And then turn yourself back in and, and tell that to your lawyer. You yeah. have to pick one. Like, there you was, have to pick one. There
1: was a hole in the wall. You could have just gone back. <laughs> but no, so he's just like chilling at Archie's with Jackson.
0: Who uh, is totally cool with housing a fugitive. Like, he's like, this is fine. Jackson is the chillest bro. <laughs>
1: this is now just becoming a boarding house. Like... <laughs> Uh, So Archie gets a call from Veronica And Veronica's like, hey, I'm staying in New York For like a couple more days
0: He does not take this well Oh no uh, He was really looking forward to to having Somebody to spend time with that wasn't his uncle
1: Reggie and Hiram Hiram's like, well, Thornhill didn't burn Because of that freak windstorm (laughs) Ha! of the grove did.
0: So surely, surely there is no value to this land for a farming operation. The family is sunk, they will have to sell to us. You did good, our dog.
1: And in case you didn't like connect, remember Mumsy was talking about how they had to pray for wind.
0: Yes, it worked. It worked. Through the power of skulls.
1: But also, uh, Riverdale High won't open for apparently a few weeks. Apparently it got that beat up. It didn't really seem like it because it seemed like Archie killed everyone. So maybe it's just the blood. It'll take a few weeks to clean up all the blood.
0: <laughs> There's not enough oxyclean in the whole Tri-County area.
1: Back at the Cooper household, uh, Glenn it just has a flesh wound like Betty intended. He's she gonna stabbed heal him fine.
0: properly. <laughs> just as nature intended, that stab.
1: Charles is also alive in the infirmary at Shankshaw. But she's like, hey, here's the deal, Mom. They're going to relocate the investigation upstate in Derry?
0: Yes. Derry, the, New York? The FBI office in Derry. So we get one last Stephen King reference for the episode. Cool. Great. Love it.
1: Uh, and Betty's reassuring her mother that she she's not going to give up. She's going to get Polly justice. As, as, and as this is all being said, we cut to Betty getting in a cab and becoming a
0: trucker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's not how we end the episode, no, no. We have-
1: One more scene.
0: One more visit to the sax hole.
1: Uh, Tabitha shows up with some food for Jughead and doesn't find him, but instead finds blood all over the floor, Mm -hmm. bloody handprints all over the manuscript, and blood-soaked handcuffs that are still, like, closed. Yes. And no Jughead.
0: No Jughead. He said not to cuff him. He said things would go bad.
1: Things would go bad.
0: What you gotta do is you gotta get that uh, uh, manuscript- Figure out what words he meant, because there's no way any of them are spelled properly.
1: Are there mole people?
0: <laughs> I don't. I don't think this is going to be a good piece of literature, dear. <laughs> I think this is going to need the heavy hand of an editor. Like he might be trying, but I don't think he's succeeding in writing Naked Lunch. You know? No, you don't think so. I don't think even Naked Lunch was really Naked Lunch the first draft. They're, like you had to fix the comma splices or something.
1: Ah. So that is the episode. That is the mid-season finale.
0: We will be back with more episodes eventually, even we don't know when or what they will be called.
1: There, there was no, like, date given to us.
0: But more on that later. Uh, instead of looking forward, let's look back as we ask the eternal question... Where were they then, dear, regarding Donna? Donna of Stonewall fame.
1: Uh, last time we saw Donna.
0: She was on the run. She
1: was on the run trying not to die.
0: Down at the docks being hunted by Charles. That's
1: right. Donna ended up working on a fishing boat.
0: <laughs>
1: uh-huh. For like, I'm not looking at your notes. Are you sure? For sure. She ended up working on a fishing boat for um, Mm -hmm. uh, years and years. But tragically, she was taken by a nor'easter.
0: Oh, dear.
1: uh, When her ship went down. Or so we think.
0: But she was never
1: heard from again.
0: Body never recovered, I'm sure.
1: Body never recovered. So who knows what happened to Donna?
0: I think Donna kept running until Charles was locked up for good. You know, not, not just taken in, but like sentenced throw away the key, right? Yeah. But she found that she liked her new life, and, and she works on a lobster boat. <laughs> a lobster boat in New England. Yeah. Yeah. Where she writes for a local quarterly magazine. Yeah. She also contributes anonymously to to literary criticism. Oh. Uh, supporting what she loves and haranguing what uh, she finds odious in uh, contemporary fiction. She is Jughead's greatest enemy. Oh. And also has a lot of poison words to share with the current writers of the Tracy True series. Oh. Defending her grandmother's original vision, although it, she surely wouldn't be anonymous if, you know, that uh, uh, motivation was laid bare yeah. in her writing. Yeah. That's what I think happened to Donna. Yeah,
1: okay. I think she drowned in <laughs> <at> Nor'easter.
0: <laughs> Speaking of what we think, it's time to talk predictions. Dear, what do you think is coming when we return for the second half of season five? Let's talk Mm -hmm. about
1: Jackhead. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I have a, 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 it's not well thought out, but we're going to go with it.
0: (laughs) When has that ever stopped you?
1: So the like alien light things and this, this trauma. Yes. Okay. Sometimes it looks very like Mm alien-y lights and then sometimes it kind of looks like headlights. Yes. This just connects how like the alien abductions are just Skeletruck. Yes. He's, he's been abducted by Skeletruck. He's
0: been abducted by Skeletruck. Okay.
1: It's like the, the people who are Skeletruck.
0: I figured that uh, the light in Jughead's trip was Betty's truck and she picked him up on the side of the road. And oh. like the timeline got screwed up in his head under the influence of maple mushrooms. You know how maple mushrooms do that? Sure. Yeah.
1: Ooh, ooh, okay. So it's Skeletruck. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna expand on this. So Skeletruck people like got him, you know, like I th- I think what it is is whatever this old drama he had was is connected to it. Like Skeletruck wasn't just like a, a Riverdale thing. It's-, it's mm-hmm. You yeah, know, nationwide, whatever. Flashbacks, getting it confused. He was tripping, did leave the sex hole, wandering on his own, got picked up by Skeletruck, all that. Eventually, maybe like two episodes, three episodes down, Betty will find him mm. and rescue him. Mm. Okay, like she doesn't like go searching for him. She doesn't know if she's going to come across him, but she like finds whatever this is. Mm-hmm. And then her mission becomes saving Juckhead.
0: Okay, okay. Chad's new investment That is going to save him From this terrible debt Is Palladium futures Oh I think that by accident He has tied his fortune To rely on Hiram's mining plan Oh And they will discover One another And And uh, and Hiram will develop A new sort of relationship With a son-in-law That he never wanted Yeah Yes Archie Mm -hmm.
1: is obviously for sure going to get scapegoated, right?
0: Yeah, he was told so directly to his face. So
1: what's going to happen is he's, you know, it's going to be one of those things where they like suddenly show up at his door to like arrest him and that's when they're going to find Frank and he gets even more charges and it's just going to be like season whatever with Archie being like all messed up in court again.
0: He's going to admit to even more crimes just because. Yes. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And, and it's not going to look good for him until Jackson comes forward and speaks because he actually was in on whatever the general was doing. And mm-hmm. he's going to, like, mm. you know, lay it all out there. Also, somehow the ROTC boys are going to, like, speak to his character or something. Oh, yeah. And that's oh, going to, like, win over the case.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. character.
0: I'm honestly surprised they didn't name this general Jessup. Yeah. Just go for it. Why not? Yeah. Uh, I think that Jackson will assassinate the general. Yeah. Or he will be bought by the general to to mess with Archie. Or both.
1: Or both. He might be like brainwashed into like thinking that Archie's the enemy.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: I think the twins are going to start their own elementary school cult.
0: Oh, you mean the weird creepy fuckos?
1: Yeah, the weird creepy Fuckos. And they're going to like, on the playground, they're going to make the children bring things to sacrifice. (laughs) And like, um, there's
0: going to be a lot of missing cats and dogs in this town.
1: And that's, that's when we, uh, well, it's going to be stuff too. It's like, we'll bring us a lock of your mother's hair and your eyeglasses of your father. And then like shit, we're like that dad goes blind or something. Um, And then that's when that happens, that's going to be like the next time we see the children levitate.
0: I think Cheryl will take center stage in, like, like a very special Cheryl-focused episode that is a tribute to The Craft. Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. What <laughs> if that's when she hangs out with the twins?
0: Yeah, yeah, they're all in on it. They, the be, they become a coven. Oh, you mean her nephew and niece, her dearest family?
1: Yeah. 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 Betty's obviously gonna go kill people.
0: Obviously. Betty's <laughs> gonna <very> go <laughs> kill people. <laughs> well, that brings us to the little we do know is going to happen. Like I said... The, the uh, date of our return has not yet been announced. However, there was a trailer of some things to expect in the second half. Uh, I would guess that these are that these slices of scenes cut up into this trailer come from three or four episodes rather than just the next one.
1: Yeah. So we know that Pops and the jewelry store get robbed.
0: Penelope will start a religion. Or a cult. Something. Both. Uh... Tom Keller is gonna get attacked.
1: Betty and Tabitha or dancing? Maybe like a, a trippy drug dance?
0: They seem real happy, real uh, dreamy, kind of hippie yeah. dancing together. Uh, Jackson will nearly kill Archie. Uh,
1: Jughead is on the street.
0: He's missing. People missing. are worried. He's passed out on the street. The whole thing is generally very loud and violent.
1: I think there was a Kevin with Frank. I'm not sure.
0: <laughs> There's definitely a Kevin in there somewhere. Yes.
1: But Penelope mm-hmm.
0: starts her own religion. I'm like, very oh excited to see where She's this goes. She's going to
1: be a prophet. She's going to be a fucking prophet. And people are going to come to her. Oh, okay. So like this, I feel like I couldn't say during the the predictions because like- it's cheating? It's cheating. She's starting her own religion. She's going to become a prophet. This is when the twins come in. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this is where, yes, they start training them. And they become like the chosen ones of the religion. Mm-hmm. And it just becomes- really fucking creepy, like, child worship. Um, But then Penelope doesn't like that because Uh, it takes the focus off her, so she decides she needs to kill the twins.
0: She has to kill her grandchildren? Yes. Oh, my goodness. She
1: has to kill the spawn of JJ. (laughs) Uh, So Cheryl will save them and kill her own mother.
0: Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So so you've got, like, a whole five-episode arc planned Oh, yeah. That's
1: great. I just couldn't say it earlier because it was cheating.
0: Around this point in a Riverdale season, around the, mid, the big mid-season break, yeah. there's usually been a point where the season has sagged a bit, has seemed to be treading water, and that has not happened this year.
1: We ha- just got better.
0: Having some of its episodes stolen uh, uh, by the incomplete season four has really tightened up that, that sag yeah. quite a bit. Which means it might come back in the back half of the season. I don't know. No. That That's not to say that the season has been great. Our least favorite episode ever was just a few weeks back, need I remind you. Yes. But things have always, for good or ill, always been moving. Yes. And that, I, I think, is unique in the 20-plus episode length seasons. Season one didn't have it, but season one was a special case.
1: So much happened. <laughs> just so much. I, this was a fun one. I mm-hmm. like this one. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, we will be back again eventually. Where can people find an- announcements for that sort of thing, dear?
1: On Twitter at sex underscore Archie. Mm-hmm.
0: That's when you'll you'll find out uh, when to expect us back with regular episodes and whether to expect us back with uh, a bonus in the meantime. You never know. You never know. We could talk about another comic. There's a lot of them. 75 years or so worth.
1: Yeah. You can also leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to us. Or tell a friend.
0: Please tell your friends. Because I don't have any, so I'd like to borrow some of yours. You
1: have friends.
0: Do they listen to this show? No. Then they're no friend of mine.
1: All of them are like, but I haven't started watching the show. I'm like, just get all the freaking bandwagon.
0: Listen to the, all the episodes where we don't talk about the show then. The Memory Lane playlist exists for you. And it's some of our best stuff, honestly. <laughs> I love those episodes. Our
1: fan fiction episode is my yes! favorite. <laughs> still want to do that again. That was fun. So with that, I'm Elena.
0: I'm Grant. And from us here at Sex Archie,
1: Maple Mushrooms.
0: Maple mushrooms was a contender.
1: Maple mushrooms was... Like, we have to. We always do the drug. We have to do maple mushrooms.
0: And also, we always do the maple. It's a twofer. No Jugheads Allowed is a... Oh, man. That would have been it any other week.
1: No Jugheads Allowed. Maple mushrooms. It has to be Maple Mushrooms. Okay. (laughs) So with that, I'm Elena. I'm Grant.